Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Live Big Podcast with me, Ananda Kate. Today, we are going to dive into some lovely prayer poetry, um, oracle card reading, and we are also going to dive into the book, Energy Speaks, once again. So grab a tea and let's dive in. So happy Friday, everyone. Um, I hope that you're having a great week, that you had a great week, and that you are looking forward to the weekend here to just relax or dive into some new projects. (coughs) Excuse me. So my, um, my allergies are acting up a little bit today, so if I cough in and out just know that's what it is our oracle reading for our last um, episode where we did oracle reading was self-worth so i invite you to um, reflect upon the week and what came up for you and again the prayer poem for self-worth from the goddess nest is her avowed royalty blood washes her clean and grants her darkest moments of seduction she is the queen of new eden finally crossing the threshold and that poem actually comes from the lilith poem in the book the goddess nest prayer poetry mantra and ritual and it's always great to reflect on the week and just notice you know how you're feeling obviously there's a lot of energy moving through again the new moon um I believe it was last night, but the energy still goes into today. So I don't, I'm not really one of those people that's like, oh, the peak new moon is at this time or whatever. I'm more so reflecting inwards on my own energetic levels. Usually that does uh, coincide with the moon and its phases in terms of like what time it's at its peak full moon or new moon or or so on and so forth but if I'm really really conscious of it but more so this work is about just being with yourself right and um, understanding what grandmother moon is trying to teach us through this time goodness um so today we are going to move through the goddess nest I want to start with a beautiful poet poem And this is going to be a little bit longer poem today because the poem that came up is on page 31. And the poem is called Shadow Work Ecstasy. So just closing your eyes because this is a pretty deep poem. Um, I know that a lot of energy is coming up at this time for people it's like a very like discomforting time uh for some people their demons might be coming through know that this isn't about cleansing your demons it's not about cleansing anything away it's more about embracing that part of you (laughs) 
This isn't the deepest I've ever felt, or is it? I wonder what else can help heal this sick wound of insecurity within me as I wait for the answer from the goddess who holds me. I feel this pain inside my ribs like a scathing, scabbing wound, so raw and vulnerable that the slightest touch will trigger me into an emotional storm of chaos. I hold my sweetheart and ribcage and promise my inner child that no matter what, I'll be there by her side. But the scathing pain persists and I am trapped in the moment only to feel the universe's relentless push to reawaken me from within. It's the most pain I've ever felt to be so alone, so raw, so vulnerable and I can't and I feel like I can't trust anyone but myself the universe holds me here like I'm gazing into a mirror of horrors all the things that embarrass me that make me feel less than and all the ways the world could hurt me so deeply I feel so empty, so lost. Yet I hold my wound inside my ribs knowing that this will pass if I just sit and feel it all. If I can just breathe and hum and let this be birthed through me like a baby trying to escape its mother's womb. Tearing and scarring my insides like an emotional knife that makes me never want to see my beloved face again. It all comes back to this child that feels lost. She examines her truth and knows that she cannot escape the past. She can only embrace it, heal it, cradle it, and mourn it. It's a savory place to be at times. Yet this time, all I want to do is make it end. Make the pain stop, I scream inside my heart. But yet it persists, expanding time. I couldn't fathom or see it clearly. Just pain, sweet pain, coursing through a vortex in my heart. And then the darkness falls away suddenly and a warm numbness enters into my ribs, echoing into the darkness, a sense of comfort. I let go into the night and surrender this pain to my angels, for they seem to know what I need. I try my best and wait for the night to pass. In the daylight of my youth, I reawaken to feel once again what makes me feel so connected to my heart. It's a place I've lived in before, yet the shadow work puts me back into this humble union with the cosmic cutting. I am nothing compared to what I have to learn. And all I feel is this longing to be okay again. And so I sit and feel the tension behind my ears break into a thousand needles penetrating my brain and the loud shriek of a cry enters the room as if my child has died and I don't know myself anymore.
her need to be seen has gone away. And all I feel is an empty space ready to be filled by something new, something lighter, a smile, a nap, a nest. And I learn to seep deep into the wisdom of this great awakening once again, learning to stop the judgment of my own demise. For I have died a thousand times, but I always come back to life. I am reborn into this channel of light and connected to the heart of this never-ending awakening. And so we pray. These deep, potent words of medicine that course through our veins allow us to embrace all of who we are deep in the darkest spaces of of ourselves. That is what shadow work feels like. Uncomfortable, disparaging, scary, traumatic, all of these things, right? (laughs) Um, But in the end, we realize that we move through this life in waves, It's not like your life will just be up and up and up and up and up to this peak, right? And then down and down and down and down or whatever, right? It's it's a wave effect. And that is truly what I love about shadow work. And also, I'm um, very connected to the medicine of mushrooms, and how their energy also moves in these, this wave-like motion of feeling all of the, the medicine and then coming back into the body, then feeling all the medicine, then coming back into the body. And so that these waves move throughout our body, which is very in alignment with how shadow work is um, and how our life is, right? We move into the darkness, then we move into this lightness, then we move in between. And, and when we are really conscious, we are feeling that wave-like motion of moving into the darkness and in between and then into the happiness and the lightness or whatever it feels like. And embracing all of the movement and all of the energetic shifts. And when we are deep, deep, deep in the darkness, that we are able to understand that that is not permanent. That will not last, right? We are going to shift out of it. We are going to move into a different emotion. And our job in those spaces is to remain an observer, a witness of what that energy feels like. And when we can remain in that observing energy, then we don't drown. (laughs) We can actually stay in that space of floating and being interested and curious about what those feelings are. 
without examining them too much, without analyzing them too much, we can simply tend, excuse me, excuse me today, we can simply tend to the emotions that are happening right now. And I've spoken about this before, that shadow work is very different from therapy. Okay, so therapy, you go see a therapist when you want to analyze your past and figure it out and fix it. Shadow work is surrendering all that you know and all that you think you know and surrendering your ego, surrendering your intellect and moving into the energetic shifts and tending to them as they are right now without the need to fix them and without the need to analyze them but surrendering to them and allowing yourself to be in the space of, oh, that's interesting. Okay, well, I'm going to open myself up to this and and work with it. Listen to what it's trying to teach me right now. And also, if I need to discipline the inner child, that I can do that as well. So shadow work is really about Understanding the difference between the voice of the intuition in the heart space and the voice of the ego and the intellect. And when we can move from fear, because when we go to therapy, we are trying to remove something from the body. We are trying to intellectually fix something. And there's nothing wrong with therapy. There is, it's that, that is a path that needs to be taken sometimes where we need to become aware of the why. Okay, so I'm not saying that that's wrong. That is a a path that needs to be taken sometimes. But what's really important is that when we gain that awareness, that we let go of the need to fix it and we allow that energy to move through the body to feel it, embrace it, and then it can release because that's what the body is trying to do ultimately. It is percolating, like we could call this a, a healing crisis in a lot of ways too, right? That when we do therapy or when we do a healing modality or meditation, when we even sit in silence for two minutes <laughs> or a minute and all of these emotions start to arise because that's what they want to do, it's us as humans that are trying to suppress, 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 um, and trying to look at other things, right? That are going to take us away from that. Um, the energy is trying to release these emotions. So what our job is, is to allow that to happen, right? And when we can sit with this deep energy that is trying to release, this energy that feels foreign and uncomfortable and piercing and painful, when we can learn to sit with that, that's the breakthrough moment. That's when we're going to be able to get those breakthroughs. That's when we're going to be able to understand it a little bit more and then ultimately release any energy in the body that is no longer serving us so we have to ultimately through the shadow work understand that this deep dark pain needs to be embraced and 
as a parent to yourself. And if you have children, you can even bring that type of energy in, right? You are already a parent in your earthly realm. So bring that energy to yourself. How would you tend to this energy in a child? The energy is to step up, give compassion, and embrace this energy so that we can create a space of comfort and support and healing. And that's how we hold space for ourselves and others. Simply being present with it. Not trying to fix it, not trying to analyze it, not trying to say, well, what's wrong with you? Why are you feeling this way? Why are you like this? Because that's what we ask all the time. Why am I like this? What's wrong with me? Right? The answer is nothing is wrong with you. But it's time to sit and listen to the energy that is trying to rise up from the body. And it takes a lot of bravery to do that. And that's why shadow work is not easy. It's not easy to sit with yourself and trust the silence trust the space that is in your body that is simply trying to release this emotion what happens in that space needs to happen and i for women that is much easier because we embrace our emotions a lot more that just comes naturally for us I mean, in society as well, saying that females are more emotional is just also a, a golden ticket, right, for us to, to be more emotional, which is great. I think, I mean, I, I would love um, to just embrace my emotions, right? Whereas for men, it's just not really an option. So it's kind of drilled into the computer of their intellect to... to suppress 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 don't cry don't do any of that oh my god uh, oh i'm gonna be a a, such a horrible person or whatever a weak person if i if i shed a tear it's like come on you're human let's go let that energy speak let it rise up that is how you are going to evolve that is how you are going to ascend And that's ultimately how you're going to be okay in your body. So if you are allowing yourself to go to that space, I honor you. Because there's so many voices in the intellect that won't let you do it. If you can let go of that that self-talk in the mind and dive into the heart and allow this energy to rise up and allow yourself to sit with yourself in silence, close your eyes and feel all of it. And ask your body, what do I need to feel today in order to heal, in order to release? Right? Then the body's going to speak to you. The energetic body's going to speak to you. The subconscious mind's going to speak to you. And it's our job to remain open to what the subconscious mind has to say. And then embrace that. Give it love and compassion. And if the inner child is rising up and saying, well, I need recognition, I need this, I need that, then we say, no, you don't. (laughs) No, you don't. I'm your parent. I'm here to love you. I'm here to recognize you. And we got this. 
we don't need that external validation anymore. So, yeah, there's a lot in this poem that allows you, the whole point of the poem is to allow you to feel what, understand what it feels like to be in that space. When you're deep in your shadow work and know that you will, if you can go through it and if you can feel it and embrace it and be your own parent, your own coach, that there will be massive, massive, massive revelations in your life about who you are and um, imagining what it would feel like to let go of all your fear and worry and trauma. What would that feel like? It would be feeling pretty free and pretty joyful. I mean, it's, a, it's an amazing transformational practice and that's why a lot of people go into shadow work rather than therapy. But again, sometimes that first step is just talking about it and going to therapy, wrapping your head around it. So I'm actually, today I'm going to just do an oracle card reading. I'm going to end it there. And then on Monday, I will, I'll go into our book, Energy Speaks, because I feel like I've gone into a lot of information today already. So the card today is Indestructible. Indestructible from the Goddess Ness Oracle cards. And the prayer poem for this card is Something in me came alive from the numbness to fight for myself. Something in me came alive from the numbness to fight for myself. So the the opposite of love is um, not caring having no feeling, numbness, I don't care, right? So if you are in the energy of either hate or love, you are in the energy of caring about something. When you are in numbness, numbness tends to rise up sometimes when we don't have enough energy to feel for anybody anymore, even ourselves, because we've just drained our body, drained everything possible. But then the other thing, apathy can also come up when you've moved on as well. But I think in this case, the numbness to fight for myself, right? It's like, for me, this prayer poem came up for me when I... uh, completely was just in the space of I had drained my adrenal system somewhat you can't drain it completely but I had adrenal fatigue and I had no energy I had no type of emotion for anyone I couldn't feel anything because I was so drained emotionally energetically my body had just kind of said nope had enough my chakras shut down couldn't feel anything and so this prayer poem is very close to me personally um something came in lo- something in me came alive from the numbness to fight for myself and in that space it's like there's always an energy there there's always an energy there even when you feel numb and like you can't fight anymore even when you feel like you're rock bottom and you're just done there's always something there that's going to save you, that's going to be inside of you to want to fight for you. 
there's always going to be a space where that's going to want to fight for you within you it'll come it might not be ready to come forward right now maybe you need to rest heal let go of the need to fight but it'll it'll rise up when it's ready you know so for me it took a long time you know it took probably 2 years i think before that happened but um, all my chakras started to open and when, when that energy started to rise up because I was meditating and I was healing, um, my chakras started to become very sensitive and that's when I had a kundalini awakening because I couldn't feel anything for so long. Like I remember looking at my, my mom and my brother and just being like, I don't feel anything for you. And that scared me. That was the point that scared me. That it's like, I don't feel anything for you. I don't care about anything. I don't care about you. I don't care about this life. That was rock bottom for me. Um, And then when I started to have my kundalini awakening, everything started to become very sensitive within me to the point where I was feeling every single emotion possible at a very intense level all at one time. And that's what a spiritual awakening feels like. Extreme forgiveness, extreme anger, extreme sadness, extreme joy, extreme bliss, all at one time. And you can't explain that to somebody if it happens to you, you have to experience it. So that's what this card is, is that you are indestructible. Whatever you're going through, whatever you've been through, you didn't come this far just to stay where you are, okay? You will go forward. You will be able to fight a new day no matter what you're going through and that you are indestructible. There's a warrior inside of you that will not let you fail. It will not let you let go of everything or not care anymore so when you tap into that energy know that that she or he is there waiting for you to tap in into their warrior energy to fight another day for you so that you can feel all of life's beauty and awaken to that energy there's something and if you're listening to this podcast trust me that energy is calling out to you because you've already chosen to listen to, to words of awakening. So let's dive into some of the description here that's a little bit more uh, insightful. Indestructible. And I don't pull this card very often. Let's see where it is. Here we are. So it's on page 159 of the book in chapter 4. You have been on a difficult path in the past and you may be going through something right now that is very challenging. It's not easy to walk through the fire that burns within us when we need to elevate and grow. Like the caterpillar growing something new in its cocoon, the discomfort and the pain that comes with transformation will soon bring you into your light. It's hard to see the light when things are so dark and gloomy, 
but the goddess wants you to remember that you are strong and have come this far. Do not give up because you have so much beauty within you that's trying to come up to the surface. In order to truly become your higher self, you must understand what it's like to crumble, fail, falter, and struggle. Your story will be your message. If you're feeling helpless or hopeless, remember to speak to the goddess and your guardian angels. They are always waiting to listen to you and assist you along your healing journey. When you can co-create and co-heal with the universe by your side, you will be indestructible. Invite a higher energy in to assist you with what it is you're currently feeling. And remember, the darker the night, the brighter the morning. The more pain we go through, the stronger we become. Your angels are here with you. And the goddess wants you to know she's listening and ready to come to your aid whenever you're ready to call upon her. It's time to ask for assistance and know that the co-creation process you undergo with a higher power will ignite many other forms of strength within you, sending you blessings and healings, goddess. There's always an energy waiting within you to fight for your highest good. Trust in this and give yourself the hope and the faith that you deserve. So we'll leave it at that. Um, Please know that no matter what you're going through, if you are feeling a lot of this, uh, a lot of heavy energy at this time or just discomfort of any kind, that you have that energy supporting you. You have the energy supporting you, but it's up to us to ask for our free will to open up and allow that higher power to come in. And if we're not willing to do that, then we're not willing to surrender our idea of what is best, right? We're not willing to go outside of the boundaries of our own intellect, of our own mind, of our own ego. We need to be willing to surrender our ideas of what is best for us and allow the higher power to move in. I have experienced this firsthand. I know for a fact (laughs) that this is how the universe works. I wouldn't be where I am today if I didn't allow it to happen. So trust and believe. I love you all. I will be back on Monday. Have a wonderful weekend. And uh, stay kind to yourself. Namaste. Namaste.